With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Today is April 23rd, and this is Big Fish, Small Pot. The show here on the Fish Stripes Podcast Network, where we catch you up on the latest in Miami Marlins in 10 minutes or less. And today, there's not a lot to catch you up on. The Marlins played late last night against the San Francisco Giants, and the season is clearly in a bit of a state of chaos with this deja vu opponent. So after the win over Baltimore on Wednesday, a flight from Miami to the 50 degree cloudy San Francisco at some point between the game and now, Brian Anderson's addition to the injured list for an oblique injury, Miami eventually took the field at 9.45 Eastern Standard Time on April 22nd. Absolutely exhausting. So it was the start of a four-game set. Uh, the teams faced off with a, with the injured list growing for each team. The Marlins with Starling Marte, Jorge Alfaro, and Brian Anderson as new additions since the last time these teams faced last week. And the San Francisco Giants added Johnny Cueto and Donovan Solano to their injured list. The Giants are a team without much expectation this year. The Padres and Dodgers sit pretty much untested ahead of them in the National League West. Now, the Giants, who are now 12-7, and might have something to say about that. But for now, they're a team in the middle of it. And without much reason to think that they could break out. But these Giants are an organization that is fully built up. They have a $3.2 billion valuation. They've been around for 139 years. They've won eight World Series titles in their history. They have over 11,000 wins and overall a winning percentage of about 53%. And they have had the most recent dynasty in baseball. They won three championships in the last 15 years over a six year stretch between 2008 and 2014. And obviously the Marlins face some obstacles towards being that. Um, As the headline of the online edition of the Miami Herald read yesterday, a Miami sea level rise bill is 4 billion by 2060. It won't keep every neighborhood dry. Uh, The Miami Marlins have a $1.2 $1.2 billion valuation, 29-year history, 2,000 wins, a 46% winning percentage, and two World Series champions. And the Marlins need to change the conversation and have a dynasty of their own. There's no reason that the Marlins can't catch up to the Giants in World Series titles. The difference of six between the organizations could be had this decade. And a 
legitimate baseball dynasty is what could break this Marlins team out of its curse of cyclical rebuilds that have defined the organization since the 90s. So late last night, the Miami Marlins took on the Giants at Oracle Park behind spot starter Daniel Castano. Up because of injuries in the pitching staff, he's stepping in to this rotation for the second time so far this year and the second time against the Giants. Daniel Castano is a spot starter because he does not necessarily have stuff that'll blow you away. He doesn't have any big surprise. He has no real distinct weapon to get opponents out so much as he has a complete arsenal of different pitches he can throw and the ability to go pretty deep into games. Um, last week against the Giants, he pitched five innings, gave up three hits, gave up one run, one walk, two strikeouts, and that was it. Pretty uneventful line. Last night, the first inning was where things were decided. In that first inning, the Giants scored three runs, and overall for the game, they would have five hits, just those three runs, two walks, two strikeouts, a typical Daniel Castano line without much to necessarily say for his performance. Not a lot of fantasy stats, exactly. Just solid baseball that giving up three runs, five innings, he kept the team in the game. But the Marlins bats were not there yet. They only had two hits. The game started with Jazz Chisholm, the Bahamian, in 50-degree weather, wearing a hoodie underneath his jersey. Honestly, I only appreciate how honest that is. It, I don't want to be in 50-degree weather either. Um, so Jazz started the game with a hit. Miguel Rojas was a hit-by-pitch followed, which just felt mean, and followed it up with a double play. The Marlins and the Giants got out of the first without the Marlins scoring any runs. In the second inning, John Birdie would have a single, but that would be it for the Marlins. Their night would end with just two hits and their second shutout against the Giants in a row going back to that last Sunday. And the second straight shutout against the Marlins for Giants catcher Kurt Casale, who has a five-game shutout streak going, which is genuinely wild. There are a couple of things worth note in this game. In the late innings, the eighth, Don Mattingly pinch hit Sandy Leone for Chad Wallach. Uh, Sandy Leone, a switch hitter, came in to face a righty to get like a typical lefty-righty matchup advantage against the Giants. It was interesting because he did show preference for Sandy as an offensive weapon against a pitcher's. Kind of gives us a hint at internal conversations with the Marlins and their concept of their own players. Also, Jose Devers the 21-year-old middle infielder was called up with Brian Anderson's addition to the injured list. Jose Devers will stick towards those like middle infield roles. John Birdie will be the starter at third, 
and Miguel Rojas might slot in at third if need be. But with Jose Devers, you have the Marlins number eight prospect, 21 years old, getting some time in the big leagues and getting a chance to see that competition level live and perhaps be a part of it. He hasn't been yet. That's something to stay tuned for for the rest of the series. And beyond that is, Jose Devers' major league career has just begun. But anyways, after the shutout last night, Marlins will have a full night's sleep. Hopefully they're not awake when this is up. I don't know why that would matter. It, in fact, doesn't. But the Marlins will send Sandy Alcantara to the mound against Alex Wood, who pitched five of those shutout innings against the Marlins. At Fish Stripes, we'll have some coverage written of this series and a post-game show for one of the middle games as well. So stay tuned for that from us, but tune into these games and see what these Marlins are. Really just getting started, not even 20 games into the season. So we'll be back to your ears on the Podcast Network on Monday. See you then.